from the backwoods and the swamp waters of the Sunshine State and all across America and the world, this is The Big and Wild Outdoors with your host, Braden Gunn, Jonathan Swindle, and Glenn Kinman. I just well, don't have a response for that. I'm sorry. When it comes to a good joke. Okay, but do you realize if you did what we were just talking about in the break that that thing would be murdered and mangled in like 30 minutes? Yeah. Phil George is thinking about maybe getting a cutout, life-size cutout of himself so that he can go and uh, put them all that, over places where egg collection That for thing would be filled with more buckshot than a road sign in Kentucky. There'd be horrible things. I think there would be a complete YouTube channel on what the bad things you could do to Bill George's cutout would be. Uh, we are the Big and Wild Outdoors. Welcome in, everybody, for hour number two. And uh, we do have tickets to give away if you didn't catch us last hour uh, for the uh, Deer and Turkey Expo that's happening later on this month. We're giving away we got two more. per hour. Yeah, so we're all good. We made a couple people happy uh, last hour. We'll make a couple of people happy this coming hour, hopefully, yes. and then the third hour. And speaking of the third hour, we're going to have uh, Captain Christopher Hayes come in, uh, talk a little bit about uh, what he does with the Maritime Academy. He'll be here and visiting, hopefully bringing barbecue or something. I don't know. Uh, Jonathan will be leaving to uh, head out to the shop to go open up uh, Arrowhead so that you guys can get out there and get her done. Get your stuff. Get ready. This is the time of year to, uh, you know, kind of stock up on. Season stuff. starts at the end of the month. People just don't realize that <laughs> until all of a sudden they like go, oh my god, oh wait, it, it yeah, it's already open, and uh, yeah, so Bill George won't be here in the next few weeks either. He'll be out uh, messing around as well. And well, then, Glenn, I, I and then Glenn all of a sudden will get uh, some sort of fixed sickness, and uh, he won't be here either. So uh, I'll be here all by myself. Just well, after up. the after the Big Buck Expo, formerly Big Buck Expo, with Deer and Turkey Expo now, um, there'll be a couple alligator training seminars on the weekends that we'll be going out to and and sporting our stuff. And here locally, right now, you can get that also in Arrowhead Archery. Uh, so. If you need a bang stick or a harpoon pole or we got one else, or two, and it'll be there all throughout the season. So, as it usually happens, people break stuff, lose stuff, alligators eat stuff. You can go in there quickly and restock up. Do you? Uh, I think I've probably asked you this before, but do you make a, a frog gigging head too? Not, not currently. That's something I have looked at. You need at, to start doing that, dude. Yeah, I. I saw a design that I really liked when I was down south uh, Monday, Tuesday. And it, it just. Uh, Start it, working on it. I will. Start working on it. Okay. Because people, you know, have their preferences. And, uh, you know, the four pronger ones, uh, you know, it's amazing how many people don't want those anymore. They want to go back to the old trident ones. Why? I don't know. I don't, I don't, that's just what you, you know, what you grew up with. You know what I mean? <laughs> I guess. I don't know. I what you're used to. That's, that's, well, what you're going to use listen, what you use. So you it, grab the same rifle when you go out every time, Mr. 300 Win Mag, don't you? But, 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 but for the people who do it and get lots of frogs, they, they're using a shoot. Okay. And that, that's where you pick the frog up yeah. and you drop them down in a little slot and you, you pull, pull the gig back and the frog drops into a bag. Well, that doesn't work as well with the, the fl- yeah, the flat bars or whatever. Right. So 
I understand. It's, right, hey, you're preaching to the choir over here, my friend. I'm just telling you. You need to start working on it. Get well, a good those, design those going. Things, those things are usually in the Walmarts and that the that style. Frog gigs. Yeah. G5 had any over there right now? They got now? the four heads. You know, they have, yeah. they And that, the one they have in there are uh, from Jeff Lacera. Yeah, they're nice ones. Yeah. But, yeah. I think we have one left. One left. <laughs> there's one left. Yeah. Well, it's that time of year, my friend. Water's yeah, there's not like there's any frogs out there. Yeah. No. Yeah. Really. They're Ring. everywhere. Ring. That's all oh, I hear at night in my BB, backyard. Uh, gigs are great, but BB Ring. guns work even better. Ring. Yeah. yeah. And so do bows. If you want to really be uh, adventurous, go out there and use your uh, fishing bow for that. That's what the way. But can my you own. use a BB gun at night? My old conger. My uh, old Cajun. My uh, old. Uh, can you use a BB gun at night? Sure, I don't, why not? I don't know that you can. When you cross the threshold of 9817 McIntosh Road, yes, you can. <laughs> In your face, my friend. My old uh, Cajun Uncle Oscar, that's the way he used to go frog gigging. He was that old recurve bow and uh, the old cedar arrows, pin them to the bank, get out there, and he used to always make fun of it. He would say he'd cut off the legs, and then he would take a stapler and staple the skin back on, and then let the frog go. What? <laughs> I'm Cajun, so, you know, they would cut the legs off. You, you that pin it, that'd you, grow back that way. And you grow back. They grow back. That way you can come back and get them next year. Yeah, I didn't know frogs were like stone crabs. Now you learn something new. <laughs> I did, there you go. Hey, <laughs> I was, I was. Obviously, you're not, be, I mean, this one, that, <laughs> that you're not BSing me. So, yeah, like, back. <laughs> so, hey, I'm playing so along for the hope of radio here. Well, but I was out in Richland one time and we were gigging frogs in the ditches of Richland, which is actually kind of fun to ride around in air conditioning with a light and look for frogs and then get out and gig. <laughs> There's <them>. one. <laughs> <laughs> but, but we turned around. I did gig one one time and, and, Somebody had left him back go with no legs on it, you know. Yeah, raccoon's so. got to eat too, and, so, uh, yeah, next, and next year you can get him again. It's all good. Yeah, we well, you, you catch the same ones over and over. You get legs every time. Yeah, you never heard that one before, really seriously. <laughs> yeah. I just thought I actually did learn something there for a minute, but then I realized that you know. Let me tell you something, man. You go hang out with a bunch of Cajuns. Uh, you learn oh, all kinds. Yes. Of, you learn all kinds of good little tricks of the trade. You know things like that. Uh, the many hours of the uh, of the stories of the rigaroo and everything else was enough where you didn't go out in the woods at night. Oh. So it was, it was yeah. always fun. I, I did have a frog terrorizing uh, uh, my wife for about a week and a half. <laughs> it was in the back of the mailbox. Oh, my gosh. No one cares. And, and she turned around. She didn't want to get the mail out. And she'd pull it out one or two pieces at a time. I'm was like, it a tree frog? Yes. I said, why don't you just kick them out? No, no, no. So I had to get the mail one day. I just reached in, grabbed the frog, and threw him out of the mailbox. I said, Go live somewhere else. And he peed all over you in resistance. No. Yeah, he did. You know he did. <laughs> you know he did. <laughs> Fight the powers that be. We're going to take a break. We are the Big and Wild Outdoors, brought to you by Brandon Ford G5 Feeding Outdoors. <laughs> Taking way too soon, Stevie Ray Vaughan. Watched a good video of him last night, as a matter of fact. What was that blind guy who used to play guitar that had on his lap? It was in the movie with uh, whatever. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was in Roadhouse. Yeah, it was in Roadhouse. Yeah, that guy. 
They did a duet together for Little Sister. Hey, look at Little Sister. Saw that last night. It's pretty. Uh, Is it sad that I know that he was in Roadhouse? <laughs> Roadhouse. All right. Uh, we are Patrick the Swayze's Lana. hitting another guy. Huh? Sorry. Roadhouse. <laughs> Sorry. Braden, Jonathan, and Bill George, <laughs> who's on his second big uh, giant gulp of uh, sweet tea over there. So, and, uh, I'm he, chasing it with a little hot chocolate today. So he ought to be passed out in about 15 minutes over there. He'll be over he's there. about to be jacked up. Because he's been doing a lot of traveling this past week. Uh, Bill George, you know, he's the uh, the hawk that never sleeps. The, he's uh, everywhere. He uh, goes everywhere. He was, uh, he's down the eyes south. of the ranger. He was down south, he was up north, he was over east, and now he's over here on the west. He's been uh, following around a bunch of the uh, egg collector type individuals out there because one of his great and wonderful passions, uh, and actually one of his disdains, is the way that the state of Florida has been utilizing the resources from our alligators because, you know, it is part of his life and part of his business, so it affects him both ways. So uh, Bill George is concerned about some of the ways that uh, our eggs are being harvested in the state of Florida. And I know this is not a big concern to the average individual out there, but it's just one of those things where government oversight is really not all that great when it comes to it because eggs are being taken from the state of Florida and then sold out of the state of Florida. And really the state's not benefiting very much the, by it. The, the state gets very little out of the eggs that are taken off of our public water. The state is compensated $5 an egg. Now, let's look at this same egg that was out on Avon Park, which is a bombing range of the Air Force, bids this year in what they call a very down market are $40 a piece for the egg. Okay, that's forty dollars a piece. That's if I come to your egg collecting uh, facility and I purchase eggs. No, from no, no. You? That's that's just for the right to go collect them. I still have to pay the state two dollars for that egg. Then I have to pay to collect that egg. That just gives me the ability to go there and and get. So the basically, egg. you're almost at fifty bucks an egg before they even step foot on the place. Yeah, yeah. You're looking. You're looking. A egg, fifty bucks. A egg. That's and, what I'm. And, that's and, what I am paying to go and get the eggs. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're paying. They're paying the landowner. Me, the, the alligator farmer. I am going to go get eggs. What is it going to cost me to go get eggs? Two hundred and fifty dollars to get an alligator farming license. Mm-hmm. It's gonna. You have to have a thousand square foot of rearing tank, which could be a bunch of kitty pools. Uh, but I don't want to grow alligators. Tank. I just want to no, sell no, the you, eggs off to another you're uh, just gonna. You're just going to build this enclosure so that it qualifies you for getting eggs. You don't ever have to put an egg in there. You could 10 by 10 fence with a bunch of kitty pools, thousand square foot of tanks. Okay. They're just all stacked up. Okay. And then you go and you get these eggs, and then they're they're basically just reselling them. Most of these eggs that are gotten by these people are sold to either Georgia as an egg or Louisiana as a hatchling. Okay. But the state is getting $5 a piece for these eggs when, when market is way more than that. Now, what am I selling my eggs for? What are you selling your eggs for? Yeah. After I pay the two fifty and I... Do the enclosure and all that stuff, and I are and I go out and I harvest my my uh, my one hundred eggs. How many? How much? What am I selling my eggs for? Well, let's just uh, a lot of that isn't real 
public knowledge, but let's just say it's profitable when you got, you know. Give me an the, estimate. What am I saying? I got to give the state five bucks a piece. So that's going to cost me. If it's off of private land, they only give the state two dollars a piece for that. Okay. Okay. So you're forty-two dollars. I'm, I'm still selling my egg for what? Sixty to a hundred uh, per egg. Yeah. Well, if it's a hatchling, you know, once they Louisiana can't take the egg, so it's it turns into a hatchling, and then they sell it. So I sell the hatchling for a hundred bucks. Yeah. One little tiny six-inch lizard for a hundred bucks. Yeah. Why do you think the black market's so good? Seriously. Mm-hmm. So, and uh, but I'm selling an egg for what? Sixty bucks? Eighty bucks? Don't look at me like that. I don't answer I, the question. The, We're on radio. I can't. The, the, it, it, well, a lot of that's <laughs> private business transactions, so you never, you never really know what what those are. So it's a but, negotiating but, thing. So but, I can say. In in the last couple of years, the bids have been between forty and fifty some dollars an egg. Okay, so on but, bids, but what on is public it? bids that are viewable to the public? What did my egg cost me to get? Your, on average, well, you you turn around. Let's say this year, forty dollars for the egg, two dollars to the state, and let's say five to seven dollars in collection. You know, cost uh, the cost of what it takes to go get those eggs. Mm-hmm. So you're looking at about forty, forty nine. That's what it's costing yeah, fifty dollars, yeah. forty bucks for per egg. So I'm selling them. I'm doubling my money. Yep. Basically, that's what I'm doing on an egg. You're putting Depending anywhere from thirty to you from that market standpoint. You're putting anywhere from thirty to fifty dollars in your pocket per egg. Can I sell those eggs out of the country? Yeah. So I but can then, sell them to China the, but or you, Japan I'm or? sure you'd have to go through something like U.S. Fish and Wildlife, which is not a pleasant thing to have to do. Just to get a salted hide out, they can make things a nightmare going out of the United States. Oh, come on. You don't know that Kim Jong-un eats you, uh, alligator egg omelet. But alligator egg omelet every morning. Anywhere in the States, you can sell them. I mean, it, they go across the line, but Louisiana has a thing where they can't bring eggs in, but you can bring the hatchlings in. I understand that. So. That way, they're not, their guys aren't getting ripped off. It's live. So, yeah, I got gotcha. yeah, right. uh, you. Know, unfertilized, it could be fake. You know, who knows? So, how many chicken eggs do you get in a dozen that are broken? So, you know. But the, but the other thing that's happening right now is we have a bunch of eco tour operators who complain, "Hey, I'm not seeing the alligators on the lakes that I'm used to seeing." Over the last number of years, we've been doing. We I don't. They don't like the word "hundred percent" collection. It is all accessible nest. In other words, all is not a hundred percent. It's just a hundred percent of what they can find. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I got you. But they don't like the hundred percent collection. Yeah. Okay. So, but I mean, that's not an easy thing to do. I understand egg collection is not that easy to do. But I, I, I and I understand. Yeah. Ask the girl we were talking about in the first hour that got too close to but, a nest. But yeah, I got but up the up thing is that you know all this has overall economic benefit to the state of florida if we're taking a hundred percent of what we can find off of some of these lakes and you got an eco tour operator those people coming to ride on an airboat or something and ride around they're happy seeing six inch to two foot alligators by the galore they just think it's the cutest thing in the world you could they they'll go watch those all day and take a glimpse of a 12 footer or something like that 
they're they're great, you know. But you well, you ride around for an hour and you don't see very many alligators, it, it, you know. You you said something to me. You talked to me and Dad on the phone about this, and it's funny that we had a conversation this week at the shop about management areas, and and this is going to sound weird, but how basically because of the hunters we fund the management areas the people the other people in the state that enjoy the management areas don't in my opinion in certain instances don't have to put the money in that we do buying permits and but that's where you're wrong so well uh you think a guy who's riding a horse around a guy yeah as much as i do the 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 vast majority of funding for our wildlife agency in the state of florida comes from dock stamps and that that everybody pays for yeah now the big difference is we're all paying for those too yeah but we're the ones who are assessed above and beyond what everybody else that's, is doing. yeah that's why so I'm, but it's it's we got to be careful in what we say that we're the ones funding it all we're we're the ones who are voluntarily funding portions of it everybody's getting it somewhere well, but what I'm trying to say is is that you have a conversation like this and you look at all the revenue the state's losing. It's just like, well, it's kind of like you're... Oh, but we're not looking to make money off of our Oh, program. bull crap. The, and Any, my thing is, I don't care what you use the money for. I I think you we could use it for doing something with a panther, bear... I don't. I don't care. There's a lot of good. things. Yeah, let's go harvest can, the eggs so we can pay for the garbage cans for the bears. Yeah, I'm, I mean, it's sarcasm. We're talking about <laughs> a couple million dollars a year reoccurring revenue that we're letting walk out the door. Well, yeah. I mean, it's one of those things. Like I said, nobody pays any attention to. So uh, you know, you worry about it, you care about it, but nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine other people. Hopefully you know, after November, they, I might have care. a guy I can. They don't have a clue. What's they don't going have a clue, and they, but they don't care. It doesn't affect their lives or how their grass is mowed, or you know if they got to get a battery for the. Uh, that they don't uh, know about that it affects their lives. Yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. So it's just one of those things. Until of course, maybe, maybe we could have a tickets. coyote bounty. Tickets. Have a what? A coyote bounty. Yeah, that would be good. Tickets. I'd like a bounty. Two oh, million dollars a year and buy it. bounty money. Let's go ahead and give away a pair of tickets. Go ahead. Caller number 8 at 727. No, we won't do that. 888-404-1010. 888-404-1010. Caller 8, you'll win a pair of tickets. know you were riding in my truck with me i was listening to this this morning welcome back everybody it's a big and wild outdoors it's kind of went in perfect because i was just watching videos of mike allstott in the old days man the train and that song was perfect because we played it yeah there you go <laughs> this is like awesome good stuff <laughs> what in the sam this is a hey. this is one of the best runs ever right there man knocked over about seven guys this is awesome Anyway, uh, welcome back, everybody. It's the Big and Wild Outdoors. Congratulations to uh, Kent Dills, who uh, won a pair of tickets and for some crazy reason actually wants to talk to us on the air. Why in the world would you want to do a crazy thing like that, Kent? <laughs> because I just have been sitting around listening to you for too many weeks and not saying howdy. Oh, well, that's a good thing. We finally got under your skin. So it's, uh, <laughs> yes, yes, you did. How are things and going? I, I, we haven't spoken I, I, to you. I, 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 well, I'm about to get under yours a little bit too, because I got 
our banquet coming up here pretty quick, and this is going to be my first notice out on the airway. What is our what, what, banquet? I have no idea what you're talking about. I would I would our never friends, even know our, what you our annual our annual friends of NRA banquet. Oh, that thing! Oh, yeah, that one. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Are we doing it again at the uh, new Banquet Masters on uh, 49th Street in Almerton? We are indeed. Oh, that's are nice. we giving away Yeti coolers? Uh, we kind of got away from Yetis. Uh, Ingles are our new best friend. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know what? You ought to check out Liberty Outdoors, too. They have a really nice cooler, and they're local guys. So they're, well, they're really good. I, I, uh, I'm, I go with them because, you know, they were available the last couple of years, but everybody kind of went with the Yeti because of the name recognition. But the, the Ingles have always been available, and, and NRA's got some kind of a deal worked up for them, you know, to where that's what they're offering us for the uh, events. So, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, I'm sure that NRA didn't have any trouble finding a cooler replacement pretty quick. No, that was no. Uh, <laughs> probably pretty easy to do. Uh, I know that we yeah. uh, we gave away the uh, Liberty Outdoors coolers up at the uh, Panfish Challenge this year, and it went really well. Yeah. And and the other one that got all the attention was ones that uh, Jonathan brought up, and those were Canyon Canyon coolers. Those yes. things are pretty yeah. awesome too. So uh, there's I, there's other alternatives out there, but uh, I will say sure this, are. it's the Friends of the NRA banquet out there, and if you're really going out there just to win a cooler, you're in the wrong place, because that's the uh, place. Uh, yeah, that's, that's just like a, that's just like a uh, whipped cream on ice cream right there, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's almost, it's an, it's yeah. an extra. Yeah, it's, you know, I mean, you want to go out there and look at all the, uh, some of the beautiful firearms that you could possibly be walking out with, you know, so. Yeah, it, we, we, we're going to have a proliferation of, uh of uh, hardware that's for sure that's nice now you know a lot of of people don't know that uh the friends of the nra banquet that happened every year over here in pinellas county and you and your lovely wife have been running that thing for what about a thousand years these days and (laughs) it seems like it's sometimes this is this is 26 years this year well and and, you know that money stays here it stays uh you know with the junior shooters program you know at the wyoming antelope club it also helps out ranges helps out the boy scouts it helps out all these uh you know you know firearm safety all the, courses. all the things that these evil nra members do yeah you know uh where they actually yeah. educate you on firearms and things like that and and the money crazy huh? yeah the yeah. money stays here so it's I, I know it says nra in it but it doesn't that money doesn't go to virginia it, it stays here well, well let, let me let me clarify that too it it well it's friends of nra obviously right. and which which as you know is and pointed out is separate from the ila which is the legislative institute but uh what we the way this works is across the state and the country for that matter 50 percent of the proceeds from our uh uh events stays in the state to spend as we wish the other 50 does go to national, but it's dedicated programs, and it's things such as Eddie Eagle uh, conservation programs. They sponsor some scholarships uh, nationwide, uh, that type of thing, uh, refuse to be a victim, those educational type programs, you know. so Right. It's not just all about, uh, you know, fighting the... Uh the uh, the good fight it's actually the educational branch of it but i know that you guys uh do a great job you always put on a good feed every single year what are we looking yeah. at for food and tickets and all that kind of good stuff can we start buying them now or do we have to wait or what's well, the deal? i'm going to be sending out our first uh, uh letter intro letter here next week 
of which you are certainly on our list. And uh, I will probably be coming over and paying a visit to Mr. Jonathan to see if we can't uh, get a little help from him this year. You know that's already uh, a taken care of deal, buddy. Okay. Uh, Well, we'll have time to chat about it between now and then, and uh, I'm for sure going to see you, I guess, next week with the Expo. Yeah, we'll be we'll yes, be there. Sir. Yeah, we'll be there. Well, I I just found out I'm going to be one of your lucky guests. Yes. So we'll be there too. My and, pa- uh, I'll Kent, I will apologize ahead of time, but if I'm running around there like a madman, uh, please forgive me now. <laughs> well, listen, I, I I wouldn't come to a, uh, an event like that to try to do any kind of business like that. that that's that's purely... Oh, no. Uh, I'm not saying uh, for a business uh, aspect. If you just try to say hi to me and I give you the, hey, man, <laughs> keep right on rolling. You know what's going on. <laughs> I Believe me, if everybody was as hard to offend as me, it'd be a better world. Yes, sir. <laughs> well, okay. uh, so what? you haven't given me a date. When is the date for the, uh, for the uh, event? September 7th. Okay. Uh, we, we always, we've been settled in on that first Friday after Labor Day. Yeah. Well, that's good. All right, so we got time. You got time. This will be your yeah. first call. Yeah, we got we got time here, but uh, I found out you know you never start too late of just getting people up to speed on these things. That's true. What's wrong with September seventh? You got all giggity giggity. What's wrong? Uh, I will be guiding mule deer hunters in New Mexico. Oh, oh that's a shame. You just have to leave so that me. Mean, so leave that means me. I was about to say I'll have no. to send you as a representation. No, you just for... you just leave me some money and I'll buy you some tickets and we'll see what I win. <laughs> So it's all yeah, exactly. Yeah, it'll be fine. I'm sure. What I'll did see. I win? No, you didn't win anything, man. I want a new rifle. You got this really yeah. cool pencil set. It's yeah. all yours, man. They gave you a sponsor pin. Yeah, and some and some information. Yeah. So it's all good for you. All right. Well, uh, Kent, congratulations on winning the tickets, man. We'll see you at the Big Buck Expo. I mean, at the uh, Deer right. and Turkey Expo, and uh, we'll chat yeah. further. Okay, see right. you fellas, and thanks a lot. All right, have thanks, a great, Kent. Uh, have a great and wet weekend. It's going to be a little rainy today, so uh, be careful out there. Welcome back, Bill George. Did you enjoy your nap? I did. <laughs> I turn around. I, I'm thinking about that the expo that's coming up, and uh, what you we, get to do. We have a lot of work to do before that. Eh, not really. It's not all really. No, you just show up. You're off. No, we give away. Hundreds and hundreds of scoot, and I've already chains. had people asking Who's, me about that. Scoot keychains. Who's we? We GB yeah. Gator Gear. Oh, G&B matter Gator matter Gator. of fact, I know two little blonde headed girls that's already asking <laughs> me about that. <laughs> so we'll, we'll turn around once again, be giving away free scoot alligator scoot keychains. You know, it's one of the things that we do there and have a lot of fun. We we treat it as a a real real. You know, fun time to get out there and meet people and talk to people that uh, a lot of them are our customers already. Um, we'll be over there with Arrowhead Archery. So if you if you can't find the little alligator harpoon stuff, just look for Arrowhead and we'll be right there. Look for the big trailer. <laughs> so I'll just be there eating a hot dog. So maybe we'll have to get your kids to help put them together again this year. They can all do that. Yeah. They're, they're good at that kind of stuff, man. That sounds like a great job for all of our kids. They're good workers. They're, they can get them out there. I don't know what the child labor laws are these days, but we'll we'll get out there and we'll test the boundaries. It's all good. Uh, speaking of test the boundaries, I wanted to bring up this uh, little subject. I had a gentleman who came into G5 yesterday looking for his uh, measuring device for the uh, CCA. If you don't know anything about this, you know, the CCA of Florida – 
as they're uh, one. Uh, it's one hundred and one days of fishing. They're giving away uh, fifty five hundred thousand dollars in prizes. Uh, Ten thousand of that cash or scholarship just for getting out and catching a tagged dolphin, which I know a lot of guys were pursuing while uh, snapper season's going on. They're offshore, and they're, they're not talking there. about flipper. Uh, yeah, we're not talking about flipper. <laughs> mahi mahi. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, or Dorado or whatever it is you want to call them. But anyway, uh, I just thought it was interesting because this past week a story came out. That, you know, CCA is also in the, along the coast, Louisiana, Alabama, South Carolina, all those areas as well. Uh, with the conservation and uh, a gentleman this past week was out fishing with a guide, which I can't understand. He was up there in South Carolina. He was on vacation from Ohio fishing with a captain Jay bash. And uh, the guy caught a 20 inch redfish, brought it in, you know, Hey, okay. You know, it's a fish. They took a look at it and they said, what's this thing sticking out of the back of it, man? What's this dealio here? And it was tag number 14. And tag number 14 for the 2018 CCA South Carolina Star Tournament is worth $43,000. And the sad part is, he ain't a member, so he don't win nothing. Caught a nice fish. Caught a very nice fish. And I said, you know what? You would have at least thought that the guide, the captain, would at least be a member of the CCA. So somebody could claim the fish. Do yourself a favor. If you're a fisherman and you're out there messing around, go join because you never know what's on the end of that line when you reel it in. It yep. could be forty three every thousand year that dollars. Happens. Yes, yep. every year. We are the Big and Wild Outdoors. We are brought to you by G Five Feet and Outdoors. Go out and see them today. All the Zoom products are on sale. They're blowing them out. So go get yourself some worms. And of course, there's still some great stuff going on out there at Brandon Ford after the Fourth of July sale. So go out and check out the new trucks. It's all good. We'll be back. Welcome back, everybody. It's Big and Wild Outdoors. Braden Jonathan and uh, Bill George over in the corner. Uh, coming up uh, at 9 o'clock, Jonathan's scooting out of here so that he can get over there and open up the shop a little bit early today so you guys can go out there and get I know. Some- we're going to open at 10. I've oh, just got to get there and get everything straight. <laughs> so in the chair will be Captain Chris Hayes. He's coming down. I spoke to him during the break, and he is presently uh, buying our favor at Dunkin' Donuts. So he's on his way here. And it'll all be good. Uh, before the uh, break, we were just kind of chit-chatting a little bit about things going on in our lives. And I just happened to bring up the uh, probably one of the best social media events that I saw this past week. I just, you know, it popped up on my news feed, you know, and it was like, you know, Jonathan, you know, Swindle, blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. And then next, you know, there's a picture of him holding up a coyote. And I'm like, what is going on here? And then, of course, he made the mistake of... Uh, filming it and putting it up on no i didn't make the mistake of filming it my employee uh, that was with me filmed it and uh you know i i made the comment underneath (laughs) there i said obviously that was not a pistol shot because you You would be correct sir you nailed him on the uh first shot i don't know if it was a blackout but it sounded kind of blackout ish 300 blackout yeah and uh i heard it i heard the little and then and then you rolled him and it was it was a good shot man how far away was it uh, about a hundred yards. Was he running? Yeah, he was boogieing. He when we it was at our pasture land in Lake Wales, and unfortunately, we pulled up on a calf carcass that he he had caught, or we have some other suspects that we think kind of helped in the situation. 
And unfortunately, he was the guy that was dumb enough to stay there. And when had we to get pulled, one last bite before. When we, well, when we pulled up, he kind of did the whole like scoot away a little bit. And dad was sitting next to me in the passenger seat with the gun in his slip up case. And I've never seen my father take a firearm out of a case that fast. And I start hollering, give me the gun, give me the gun, give me the gun. He gets the gun out. I get the window rolled down. I get the gun out in the window. He hands me the magazine, rack the bolt. And I'm like thinking to myself, okay, if I pull the slide back, you're fixing to have a bad day. Cause he just kind of had that. Oh yeah. You're just, you're whatever. You're sitting here watching me. And it's like, all of a sudden, I think he heard the rack of the weapon and it's like, uh Oh, <laughs> he started doing the little hoppy zigzaggy dealio. Start heading to the uh, fence line straight, kind of a straight away. And then all of a sudden, yeah and it just rolled him and i went you know what obviously this was not a pistol shot which yes. i got a ha-ha from jonathan on that one <laughs> yes because uh I, I i just think it's so funny that it's the easiest shots in the world that you seem to blow the worst and then when it's something where you're under pressure and you actually do the things that your brain still need to do you do everything right and yeah. you get it in one so shot you were saying the armadillo was an easy shot it was an easy shot. It was at night. Those things can't see more than a six inches in front of their face. And, uh, you know, it only took, what, 900 rounds for you to hit the okay. thing? Okay. Well, and like I, as, as I've said this before on this <laughs> but show. But he's armor plated. He had oh, that's deep, what it was. He uh, well, and like all. I said, and yeah. as I've said this before on this show, being the only person who could sprint and shoot a gun at the same time, I mean, I would love to set up an RC car with a target and have it running away, and you at a full run trying to shoot it with a a Glock. I mean, a forty five. Yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah, I'll, take, 45. I'll take you get your RC car, and I'll bring my forty four. And I'm not talking about a jog. I'm like, this is not a jog we're talking about. I mean, well, the I know, problem is you don't. You should have stopped running and just aimed. That's right. I mean, I mean, I know it was your choice I, to run. I was too busy laughing. I, I couldn't give him instructions. It was, it was and then it was. Even I more, got caught up in the moment. Okay, I admit it. I'm <laughs> what, sorry. What was even funnier was the fact that my son was sitting there driving the car. He looks at her and goes, "What is he doing?" Well, but the set. <laughs> he's it, missing. That's what he's doing. He's missing. Well, no, but I hit the darn armadillo twice. <laughs> no. That's what. It still drives no, me crazy. No, no, what what no. kind of little gun are you shooting that you hit him twice and he's still going? Block uh, 45. Five. You didn't hit him. <laughs> I'm but, telling you, one of those rounds 40, hit him and I saw his butt lift up a foot in the air off the ground. Obviously, so, you've never seen a, a, a armadillo jump. jump. No, <laughs> I've seen several of them jump. Listen, you take a 45, man sticks his hand out, you hit it with a 45, you're going to spin him around. Pretty much. That's why I shoot the caliber. Okay. Great round. I'm just giving you props. It was a good shot. You did your right thing. You took out a coyote. With the coyote. And, and on the, on a, on a, <laughs> I on did a have true predator, it, yeah. on a true predator, you made the good shot. On, on one that was probably one you could have just run over with your cart. <laughs> uh, <laughs> or, you know, or walked over and picked up the I, tail. Yeah. You know, I mean, uh, the next, the next armadillo that I see when we're together, I will redeem myself. I promise you. Maybe, maybe you I will. promise you. Maybe you won't. I don't know. It'll probably involve something with the letters RPG in it. <laughs> because I think that's the only way you're going to kill an armadillo with your, Oh no, I've killed several. <laughs> I just, yeah, but the, with a truck on the I four, doesn't no, count. It doesn't no. count. They, they, they don't count at all. No. Hey, 22 good sh- baby good shot on the coyote where is it now uh it is actually in the freezer of my taxidermist and 
it's probably going to be either A, a centerpiece, or B, a card holder for the Big Buck Expo. Oh, already? Yes. Okay. That'll make PETA extremely happy. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> I, and uh, I was shocked. You know what was funny, though? When I put that out there, my dad's like just flipping out. Um, and my mom is, too, because, of course, she's on Facebook, and they're like, oh, you're going to get so many people just rip you for uh, I'm. I've never. I, under, I don't think you got. I've one never understood. On there, I have one girl me. I went to school with who's like kind of the. Oh, really? You know, and it's it's kind of the whole situation where if you explain it to people, I think Bill did it when we were talking about it this morning. Did a pretty good job of it. You did too. That people don't understand. They're a nuisance. There's no other way to say it. Well, the way you should have, if you wanted to make satisfy everybody, which you can never do, uh, what you should have done is you should have. Showed the shot and then afterwards panned down to the half-eaten carcass of the calf and said, this is why Mr. Coyote had to go away uh, because he's gnawing on this one and he was the idiot who decided to stay back and tell the hence, others to run. H- henceforth, in the quotation that I put up there, the bouncer showed up and you got thrown out of the party. That's right. <laughs> and that's exactly what happened. So, uh, you know, people don't understand the other part. All they see is, you know, the bloodthirsty Jonathan, uh, you know, knocked down a... Uh, Coyote with a three hundred. You don't me- you don't mess with the cows. And, and the thing is, the cow is is the money that's that's uh, causing the income. And when you lose a cow, it's it's it costs you. It yeah, it's your I mean, pocketbook. That calf right there. The calves laying on the ground like that. I mean, you might as well just like you talk about with the alligators. You might as well just take five hundred dollars and light it on fire. Sure. I mean, that's that you know with what the market prices are and everything else for calves and everything else, it's it's nuts and that's down a little because uh, i mean a while back there a calf was about 800 or so oh, yeah you know oh, so yeah. it doesn't take doesn't well, take too long and i and you guys know me i've gotten into the land management stuff with the deer and all that and i take it i was told that i'm kind of weird because i sit there and talk to my trail camera pictures now but i <laughs> i mean i take that i'm got to be one of those people that I can look at a trail camera and I can look at a deer and I know which deer that is. And I know like I've got right now, I've got a lot of does on that property that have, I've got, excuse me, I've got two does right now that have twins walking around with them with spots on them. Well, just don't for heaven's and, sakes, name them. Just don't be putting any names on them. So it's all good. What? Bessie and Sadie. <laughs> what are the twins names? <laughs> I haven't named them yet. <laughs> I haven't determined sex. So anyway, I can't really name them. Anyway, believe it or not, it was a good shot. It was a very good shot. And if you would like to partake in uh, watching other videos or maybe even comment, you can uh, go find Jonathan on Facebook. And, Please do. Uh, and uh, check it out. And I just wanted to give you kudos. And, and and I say that that shot that you made on that running, bouncing coyote with one shot, rolled him right off the bat, redeems you of the <laughs> no, it doesn't. horrific nightmare that was the How many shots did it take on the armadillo? I dude, I don't I have know. a ten round magazine. After the second magazine dropped, I had oh, no whoa, idea. whoa, I lost, whoa! I lost, I lost count. I didn't go Walker Texas Ranger on the armadillo. Yeah, it sounded like no, it sounded like the great Sumter I, County. I'm just Wars. saying, how many how many ruffle shots do you think, John? At least eight. Eight. Oh, um, okay, so one shot. Let's just say the first magazine got dumped, and then another one was loaded. I never put this second in. Come okay. on now. All right, whatever. This is like a fish story. It gets bigger every time it's told. Right. But it's it, good. It was it was really dark, Bill George. I might have been mistaken when I, I heard the. Ch- 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 pow, 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 pow. 
I'll go again. So I, you know, I might have been mistaken. I or it could have been yeah. in your chuckling. That he, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I was just trying to back up. I wanted to give him as much room as he needed to kill the armadillo. <laughs> your worst fear was have, that armadillo was going to turn around. Those things have a tendency to, uh, you know, zigzag and you know, serpentate. So they may come back to where he started from. So yeah, exactly. I, I just wanted to be way out of the way of those big. You can giant get caught slugs. up in the moment. Okay, exactly. All right, we're going to take a break for the top of the hour. Jonathan, thanks for hanging out with us. I know you got to go, and Christopher uh, Hayes is going to be here. Captain Christopher Hayes is going to be joining in your seat. So stay with us, and we'll give away more tickets uh, this coming hour, too. So stay right here. See you guys.